Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Tarot Today radio show. I am your host, Mary Brown. Uh, My co-host, Dax Carlisle, is not able to be with us today, but we have an exciting guest on later on in the show, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and I hope you all are joining us also in the chat room. You can find that by going to thetarotguild.com forward slash chat. We're also a live call-in show. We take calls at the end of the show. If anybody wants a mini-reading, the number to call is 714-816-4628. Be sure to press the number one on your dial pad because that raises your hand so we can find you on the switchboard. This show is sponsored by the Tarot Guild, the international organization for tarot lovers, students, and professional readers since 2004. Check out the Tarot Guild by going to www.thetarotguild.com. And we are on the Psychic Talk Radio Network. Okay, and also, before we get started with our guest today, we have our weekly card of the day. Well, I guess it's daily, really, not exactly weekly. But we tell you about it every week, and we post it in the Psychic Talk Radio Network Facebook group. You can find that easily by going to psychictalk.net forward slash Facebook. We have a page and a group. Like the page, join the group, join the conversation. We also have a Facebook group and page for the Tarot Guild. So you want to check that out as well on Facebook, the Tarot Guild. And our card of the day today, I I posted in our groups, and it comes from the Crystal Power Tarot deck by Jane Wallace. And I got the Seven of Pentacles. And for those of you who listen to my crystal show, there's a rock for that. You know I love decks that have crystals in them, and this has the stone malachite on it. And an interesting message, I thought, for the Seven of Pentacles. The message is really an affirmation. I trust my ideas in my direction. I trust my ideas in my direction. Say it with me. I trust my ideas in my direction. Believe it. Feel it. You can find that card again by looking at our Facebook group for the Tarot Guild and also for the Psychic Talk Radio Network. Okay, well, let me tell you all about our guest today. We are so excited to welcome Nancy Antonucci back to Tarot Today Radio. She was on this show before. It's been it's been a minute, but she was on in the past, too. And she has a really awesome new book out from Llewellyn. It's called Tarot Rituals, Ceremonies, Ideas, and Experiences for the Tarot Lover. And the book has got almost, what I didn't count them individually, but about 100 rituals, spreads, concepts, that reveal all kinds of new, exciting ways to use the tarot. Um, you guys really have to check out this book. It's 
fabulous, absolutely fabulous. And let me tell you a little bit about Nancy before we bring her on. Nancy Antonucci is a seasoned tarot reader as well as a teacher of visionary strategies. Her innovative take on tarot makes her a highly sought-after teacher and presenter around the country and internationally. Her first book, Psychic Tarot, is a combination of her teaching and mentoring, practical know-how, and unending passion of tarot. Nancy is the founder of Minnesota's Twin Cities Tarot Collective, which produces the annual North Star Tarot Conference. For more information on that, all that, go to www.betweenworlds.us, and we will make sure that you have that link also in the chat room. But without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome our guest, Nancy Antonucci. Hello, Nancy. Welcome to the Territory Radio Show. Hi. Well, thank you. you. Thank you for having me back. I, it was more than a minute. It was like a century when I was here last. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> a minute, a century. Hey, you know, yeah, time, you know, do, right? <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> relative. <laughs> so... You know, I've been I've been reading your book ever since Llewellyn sent it over, and I just love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And there's so such a wealth of knowledge in here. Not just it's not just rituals. So many wonderful spreads, and just some really, really great encouraging advice. And you know, before we get too into the book because we're going to get really into the book <laughs> because mm-hmm. I, there's so much to talk about. But I wanted to ask you, you know, and you've probably been asked this a million times, but you know, where did where did your journey with tarot really start? You know, how did you even discover the cards and what what was it that hooked you? <laughs> oh, well, thank thank you for your kind words. Um, that where tarot started for me to be literal what actually started this was when mom used to read books to me and i would lay in bed and just look at the pictures while she would read the stories and a lot of times i thought i I don't like that story so much i'm just going to do the picture i'm just gonna (laughs) i'll make up my own story (laughs) so uh and i in now not all the books were like that there were some books that she read that i stayed very stayed current with the story but for the most part, um, I've always I love imagery. I, I think in images. Um, stories, uh, pictures say a thousand words to me. I remember one of my favorite exercises in grade school. Sister Ida would show clippings from magazines, and then we had like the class to write the story just from one picture. And I I just thought that was heaven. That was just mm. heaven to me. Just let the picture talk and I can say anything about it. Are you kidding? But I started, <laughs> my first deck was, uh, you know, mom getting me a deck when I was, I, the, the age keeps changing because I can't really remember the age, but it was like nine, eight, nine. And I bought it to school for show and tell and it worked. And that scared kind of scared me, and it definitely scared her, so she took the cards away from me. So I didn't really have them as a young child. I picked them up again in my early 20s. So, mm. And it was just reading the pictures. That's, I thought it was another storybook. You just read the pictures. So that's, well, where, that's know, where it all started. Well, it's interesting because it, that's, you, that's something that you talk about in your book that I that I really appreciated was that you take more of um, an intuitive approach and you weren't, you know, sticking to, you know, all the traditional rules of this is how you must do it and all of that. Right. And, and I just, I just love that. But I also think that, you know, it, it takes, it takes a creative person to do that. Does that make sense? Or what do you think? That's, that, that's a good question. I, I do think we, for instance, I just found out after I did the book, I just found out of a 
oh God, now I'm going to rem- forget the term. No, it is. It's aphantasia, where people mm. don't, they cannot visualize. It's not that they won't. They close wow. their eyes and they don't see anything. Now, I've had students for years tell me that. And I, I, it didn't, I, I wasn't thinking they were lying to me. I just thought, wow, this person is completely without imagination. You know, like, I mean, I was judging. Yeah. Them. Now I'm realizing, no, indeedy, madam. Some people close their eyes and become mind blind, like they really don't see. So wow. I was, I, I know, that like was, oh, crap, what am I going to do? Half this book is visualization. Always half of my teachings have always been visualization. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to correct that on um, building a new website and I'm going to do the visualizations, but I'm going to add audio and I'm going to add, I talked to a person that has severe aphantasia and she, and she gave me all kinds of hints that would help. Instead of seeing wow. yourself walking down a road, what might be helpful is you hear the wind blow through the trees. You know, they may not see something, but they could maybe hear it. They could maybe smell it. So I find that to be another sense. Absolutely. I love that. I love engaging with senses. And I honestly didn't know that other people just didn't see pictures. So I do think I'm more prone to intuitive. I mean, I, I have a traditional understanding of the cards, and if that layer surfaces during the reading, I certainly go with it. But for the most part, to me, the pictures are really dynamic. They're always, they're, they change the minute they, you turn the card around and see them. Yeah, I think, I, I think that's so true. I've never heard of that aphantasia either. You've got to let us know about your new website when you build it. That sounds Absolutely. amazing. Well, it'll, be, it'll be the same website, but yeah, a, a good uh, between friend worlds. that I've been working with. Yeah, we, yeah, Between Worlds, I'm going to do a new logo and everything. I am so completely different than who I was with the first book and as mm. a reader. And I think COVID also changed all of us. Yeah. All of us fundamentally and for me I got to tell you the change was better it changed me for the better because I was really I had no idea I was a workaholic you know and that I poured everything yeah yeah oh lordy those first two months where there was no clients was excruciating until I realized Mm. Nance what how are you defining yourself how do you define what do you even define happiness you know, it's like, let's look at this. So, it, yeah, lots of things had changed. I was not able to really write the book either during that the first strange, I called March and April of 2020 the most surrealistic months that any of us have ever had. So it's kind of, there was Absolutely. nothing happening, yeah, for those first six months. There was no way I was going to write this book because I didn't, Honestly, I was it was so disorienting. I didn't want that energy in the book. Well, that makes a lot of sense because you know, we we bring ourselves to the things that we create and if we're feeling feeling a little funky, <laughs> you know, it's going right. it's, it's to come yeah, through right. in some way. Yeah, don't know? make soup and, when you're cranky. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Or you're going to be gaseous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. And you know, it, you know, you have a background in dance to the, you mm-hmm. know, you mentioned in the book and stuff. And I, you know, I think of it this way: the d- dancers tell stories with their bodies, and tarot Absolutely. readers tell stories with their cards, and so. Mm-hmm. The, is creating a tarot spread because you have these wonderful tarot spreads in this book to go along with these rituals. Is that like choreography? Yeah, totally. Well, you know, it is. Uh, Sonia Choquette said that she, we should call intuition pattern recognition. And I thought mm. that's exactly what it is. And that's all. And I've uh, not only was a dancer, but primarily a choreographer. I always liked, of course, making my own dances. So it's. I've always kind of done that. No matter what industry I'm in, I, I just do it, it my way. <laughs> and, and, uh, I love that. Aries, yeah. But, but um, 
the, the choreography is finding patterns. What are the patterns of the bodies? What are patterns in the music? I love finding patterns. I, that, and that's how you read, for me, that's how you read energy. Energy is, is pattern organization. And, but the big part of that, especially when it comes to that intuitive, is you have to open up all the filters of your brain, not the logical one. You have to open all the filters up. So initially, you get a lot of noise. You get a lot of your own imagination and la-la and all these beautiful fantasy things coming through, and that's lovely. But after a while, that starts to die down, <clears throat> and you can really tune in to the filters that are helpful, that are bringing mm. in a different sort of knowledge or wisdom that you don't get logically. You just don't, you don't. I tell people it's the sideways energy. It's the sideways information. It's the information that comes in when you're driving a car or washing yourself in the shower. Those, those things, those messages that come in, they always come in sideways, you know, because I think your brain is busy doing whatever it's doing. So it's like, mm. oh, that's helpful. Let, let my brain chew on the tarot but let my intuition open to the energy that wants to come in sideways. Right. And, you know, this idea of rituals, you know, with that, I, I feel like, you know, we don't always call them rituals, right? You know, the things right. that we do, sometimes, sometimes we say we're, we need to ground ourselves. We need to create sacred space. You know, I'm a firm right. believer in, in those before I do any readings, even if I'm doing readings for myself, you know. I'm right, like, no, exactly. I, I got I to get into that zone. I got to get into that zone. And you describe ritual as intention and action. Can you, mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about that and, and, and kind of, Tell our listeners like how you see that unfold well, it, in the context of and exactly what you just said. I need to get in the zone. So the mm. intention is I want to do readings, I want insights, or I want to share insights with another person, or I want to open myself up to my spirit, not just my human self, my spirit self. Whatever people see that as. Is that, is that love? Is that your wisdom? Is that Krishna? Is that a goddess? Is it earth? I don't fill in the blank. It's yours. You know, it's how you understand spirit. But the intention is I want connection with spirit. The action is all the things you're going to do mindfully to get there. And one of those is grounding. I mean, that's essential to be a to be in your body, not out of your body. Be in it and be in the room you're sitting in, you know, and, and, and combine all of that beautiful human. You almost have to calm down the human self so that the spirit can kind of flow comfortably. You know, basically, yeah. Mary, it comes down to just battling, you know, it, to me it's like, to, honestly, this is the way I see it for myself. How am I going to dodge my ego this time? Mhm. Mm yeah, because that's all it oh, comes totally. down to. You know, because if I go yeah. in there with ego, I'm going to not only judge them, I'm going to judge me. Yeah. You know, and so you just, and ego doesn't go away. You just need to, you, you need, there's some creative tricks with ego. Like one of them is, okay, first of all, for me, the most horrible character I've ever met in literature is that horrible cook in Alice in Wonderland, that duchess, that ugly, that, mm. <laughs> that's horrible, that horrible. <laughs> and she's, oh, she's, she's disgusting uh, and terrible. mean and, yeah. and unbearable. And that's, that's my ego. That, see, I made her mm. my ego. And when I start reading, sometimes I'll just turn her into it like an inch big. That's all. She's not going to go away. Right. She's just not going to have control, you know, well, and then my spirit can come in. Difference, yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. I, I, I thought of it. <laughs> I thought of it as leaking, leaving your ego at the door. So you know, uh -huh. I, 
think of it as like You're... I have an invisible umbrella stand, you know, that I should put my ego in. Oh, <laughs> and I, I love that. Go into my room. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like I got the big ego umbrella. <laughs> I'm gonna close it down, <laughs> put it in the stand. But yeah, I think that's so important that we have that we have something that we that we first of all recognize that that can even be an issue, you know, and that it oh can derail everything. It can derail oh a reading, yeah. all of that. Totally, uh, totally. And we, but I mean, you, you really do first need to really, in my mind, it's like, well, then claim being an energetic being. Mm. You know, we are human Amen. and we, and we yeah. are spirit, but it, no matter how you look at it, the way I stir that pot is like, no, you're energetic. And how do you deal yeah. with your energies? And how do they deal with you? Like, which ones mm. are you managing and which ones manage you? You know, there's one thing yeah. that, and I'm not going to blame or shame anyone, but I've seen readers that are the fixers. Oh, you're going to sit down at the table and I'm the wise one. And I will impart the wisdom yeah. of century-old tarot for you to finally <laughs> know where the fuck you're going. And it's like, you know what? Yes. Uh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because no. it's scary. It's we're scary. not fixers. We're not. I'm not any wiser than someone who doesn't use tarot cards. It's just that it gives me road posts. It helps me know that I'm the flow that I'm feeling is I'm on the right road. And every once in a while, yeah, you know, when I pull cards, I'll go, nope, you're, you, you, yeah, you're going the wrong direction. You know, you want to go over there now. You know, so it's sure. I do have one great well, story, I, though. The one is that I, I I never pulled the cards. I sat there with a client, and there was just the cards were sitting between us. And I started asking her some questions, and then just the, the, the energy just started flowing. And she just, at about 10 minutes in, she goes, are you going to use the cards at all? You know, and I said, I am. <laughs> I am using them. They're right here. <laughs> yeah, they're they're right there. They're giving me everything I need. I just uh, I don't maybe have to look at them right now. Now that was unusual. That doesn't happen very often. And I have had people say, Nance, you're so psychic. Why why do you even need cards? And I'm like, um, because I get tired. I, yeah. I like cards. Are, cards are like my horse. I otherwise I'm walking that road. Oh, exactly, and exactly, and and I think also it's it's um, oh, it's kind of an interesting thing, you know. Sometimes it it feels almost like they're like a portal. In a oh sense. yeah, oh totally. You know, so you feel like you know, even if you're just there, and then sometimes I don't know if this happens to you or not, but you'll be talking to somebody, and maybe it's not even in the context of a reading, but like you know, a card will pop into your head. Like, oh my gosh, this is such right. a five of cups moment for this person. You know? Like totally. You see, like you feel that energy all the time and so it it is kind of I don't I don't know what what do we call that? <laughs> well you know that? what you know what it is? Tarot is a language of energy. Mm. I like that. It really does. In fact, that just came to me right now. And boy, am I going to write that down? Um, you know, I am but, writing it down. Yeah, really. <laughs> Damn it, man. It's hard to yeah. talk about some of this stuff. But it is the language of energy. And lately I've been feeling like the 78 cards are like classrooms in how to be a great human. And it doesn't yeah. matter if that classroom, if you're, third, if you're a third grader or if you're a PhD, you're still going to learn something from that classroom. So I've been yeah. kind of playing with that idea of, because I do think we're in a place right now where human, what does it, what does it actually mean to be human? And I'm not just saying that to be trippy or profound. Right. I'm serious. It's like, wait a minute. You, do we work together? Are we one? Are we a collective? Who are we? Who are we and what yeah. are we going to do? And this book was a huge response to helping people kind of empower themselves because that's, that's, 
That's what I want. Yeah. That's what I want to feel holy. I want to feel loved and I want to feel powerful. And I want all three. I don't want to sacrifice one for the other. You know, yeah. so it's kind of like, how do I help my students and clients do that? This book, I, 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 I've got to say, and I don't know if Llewellyn's going to be way happy about me saying this, but I, it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. This book will find the people that need it. And I do actually I, also think it's going to take time. You know, it's not going to be a big splash. I wish it was. I mean, my first book was like, boom, that was a big splash. That was lovely. Not this one. This one is This one is like a, a river or a, I don't know. What? Go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, you know, I think, you know, what I, I think part of it's a title, right? Psychic Tarot, right? Of your first yeah. book. Right. Everybody wants to be psychic. <laughs> you know? yeah. So I could see why that would go like, you know, selling like hotcakes. And ritual, tarot rituals, I think that, you know, I think it's going to do really well for you because that's well, going you. to just attract so many people. But it may surprise them that they're going to learn a lot more than they expected. You know, people right. people look at the word ritual in kind of weird places. And then hopefully yeah. they'll talk all about that, and plus we're talking about it, and they're going to learn that even if you aren't someone who is attracted to that word ritual or you think of yourself as doing rituals or you like the word ritual, well, yeah. it, we're doing them all the time. We're brushing our teeth. We're, exactly. you know, getting you out know, of bed. To me that. Well, the psychic tarot, actually, I was really repelled by, you know, they wanted to call it psychic tarot. That was the last thing I wanted to call that book, you know, because psychic back then was, mm, that wasn't. Yeah, it's a weird oof. word. That was a weird <laughs> word. And and yet I I held on to it and I redefined it and I stood up for it for myself. And now I'm finding it's the same thing with the word ritual. Ritual wow. brings up religious trauma. You know, and and it's like, wait a minute, we are the spirit. We don't need a middleman to tell us how to connect to spirit. If you have a middleman that does that, good for you if that's what you need. I do not. Yeah. I yeah. do not. That's why I dedicated this book to dancing hierophants. Let's just go mm. right to the image of the hierophant who is sexy and dances and lives life and makes mistakes not this holier than thou kind of thing like i said with the readers that i don't care for it's like boy you pull that on me you know i we're storytellers at best but think about it every god and any mythology or religion there are every one of them were good storytellers Oh, yeah. Jesus was a great storyteller. Buddha was a great storyteller. You know, it's like we are made to tell stories. So what story do we want to create? Yeah. Uh, What story is actually there? What could we use now? Because, man, the story as it's going now is pretty rugged. (laughs) It is a rough ride, (laughs) you know. It is like man, it's, yeah. and it, it and it's so true. But you know, I also think that you know because you know, I mean, look, we you know, yeah, you you're right in saying that we've we we're different now. We've gone through, um, you know, we're still kind of going through this worldwide well, the whole pandemic. World broke into yeah, the whole world yeah. broke. I mean, come on now, Every, that's amazing. What is we're. What? It's totally, yeah, nobody nobody expected it, really, you know, and even the people that might have expected Did expect it, it didn't really expect it. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> they didn't know how it, it would feel. They didn't, right, and they didn't know we would, you know, have, you know, respond so strangely, <laughs> Like in all the different ways that we did. Oh my goodness. But, you know, and like to me, it's like, I mean, I, I was probably more than ever during this time doing, you know, grounding myself, um, trying to stay centered, um, yeah. 
you know, calling it, creating a sacred space, calling in the four directions. It's like, you know, whatever I've got, (laughs) I can use to kind of hold on to, to whatever, you know, whatever the core is, you know, whatever the, the, the center is. And, you know, I wanted to ask you about that, you know, there's a lot of rituals in here that we do with cards and, you know, there's, there's one where you talk about, you know, the, the four directions that I mm-hmm. absolutely love. And even like the idea of like, you know, walking them, um, I love, and I, I kind of feel, and it, maybe it's not true for everybody, but I kind of feel when we can add a physical component to it, you know, not just the ritual right. of saying the words or having the thoughts or visualization, but, you know, a physical thing with laying down the cards or a physical thing about touching on the four directions. Um, what do you right. think of that? Does that make a difference? Well, I that's feel like my it whole, does. Yeah, that's my vision is to try to figure out uh, ways to get there, – there's a nonverbal part of tarot that I'm fascinated by. And it's and I'm trying to figure out how does that work with body? How does that work with with being human? And I go into a studio every Sunday and work with the cards, just trying to stay open to see what will happen. And honestly, Mary, I've been doing this for six to seven years, and I only had one breakthrough. But it was a breakthrough that broke through, you know, like it, wow. I had this, I had this image. So I was frustrated. I was laying there going, God, what, why am I doing this? I don't even know why am I, this is ridiculous. Do I have nothing going else in my life that I'm like laying with a (laughs) bunch of 78 cards and I'm going to pretend to go in another world? What is my problem? You know, and I thought, well, I don't know, but that's how I'm drawn. And and I was laying there, and I picked one card, and I was pissed. And I was like, come on, something better happen here, or I'm just going to put this down. And I got wow. uh, the – I held the card. I didn't look at it yet. I held the card. And then all of a sudden, this the, the what I could envision were these big, beautiful, like a plaza started to move into the center of the room. And I recognized it. And then I saw little flowers and I went, holy shit, this is the Six of Cups, the Rider Waite Six mm-hmm. of Cups. And, I, and it was the plaza and the heart and the cups with the flowers, but not the little people. And in fact, I didn't, right. to be honest with you, I didn't even really want the little people because I thought they don't know what we're going through now. Those were people from the Renaissance or earlier. Hey, I'm dealing with fracking and global change and greed and fear well we had that in every century but at this state it's like no i don't want to catch up some medieval mind to where i am right now i want what am i what do i want here and what i paid attention to was how wonderful everything smelled it was like Mm. that was world that was earth when she was younger and there oh. were ways that we could see and smell that just don't even exist anymore, you know. And it was Earth when wow. she was young. And I thought, wow, is tarot a portal to Earth somehow? Mm. But that's as far as I got. But that, that's when I realized, wait, there's, there's, some, there's some ways that the energy could move here that might be helpful somehow. That's one reason I wanted to put a ritual in there about connecting with the different turns of the seasons because the earth mm. rhythms are the most fabulous ones. They're the strongest ones. Now, granted, they're changing and there is yeah. grieving with that and there needs to be grieving with that. I was trying to figure out a really good grief ritual, but I thought, nah, it's still too close to me. I can't be objective enough to... And if I did a grieving ritual of earth, I would want to do that with at least 50 people. You know, like I, yeah. I, that needs to be a group thing. You know, I would not want to do that one by myself. But I wrote yeah. and I channeled those. I just 
those aren't rituals that I do all the time. Those that was that ritual. These rituals were literally the seasonal ones. Were actually written for this book. They were channeled for this book. And I was out in the woods, getting the moon and the stars and the fireplace and the winter. I was Earth was talking to me, and I just said, "Okay, you're going to have to help me with this because what would help them? What would help right. us?" So. And that was hard to write because I thought, am I allowed to do that? Am I allowed to write something that I don't do for like 500 years of my life? <clears throat> and right. I thought, you know, I, you know what? I I already wrote a lot of those, so I'm allowed a couple new ones. <laughs> of course. I keep myself occupied. Well, right. And isn't there also a reason for having that experience, for that coming to you? I mean, it seems yeah. to me – that yeah, you you were the person who was supposed to write that. Yeah, yeah, you because know, it's like a gift. In fact, you know? Mary, if you and, don't mind, I would love to read. I was I was oh, I I, I, I was the just going to ask you if you could share yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, totally. I was I was thinking the other day because I'm doing interviews now and just trying to talk about it and 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 try to get the book to the people that really need it. And, mm-hmm. and that really are ready to bring their magic to a new level, that really want to be in the world and bring a creative effectiveness, whether it's for the rest of us or just for yourself. It doesn't matter because it still works the same. You know, so how to get, Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. And I thought to myself with all these interviews, it's like I, I do, it's, it's, flattering that people want to talk about me and my career and everything but it's really the book that you know like I'm the messenger yeah. I I would like to focus uh, on the message so I started writing my own questions like well what do I wish someone would ask me <laughs> you know I one love of them that. I know I was like I'm pretending um what I would like someone to ask me is what was one of my favorite parts in the book you know what what was one of my favorite ones yeah. to write and it was the Yule ritual. So I'm just going to write now what I did with all the rituals there. I actually call them like suggested rituals. Everything to me, as far as I'm concerned, magic, mystery, unfolding the potential is all based on intention. What is your intention? What do you want? Why do you want it? No judging, no shaming, no blaming, but complete clarity about your intention. Mm. No curious like, oh, let's just see what happens. No, 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 Don't do that. Yeah, no, don't. I never enter any card reading casually. I never just flip them mm. around. Cause yeah, it's I don't like, either. Oh, no. oh, yeah. I mean, I did when I was younger, and that came back to bite, you know. So it's like, right. okay, no, I'm n- not going to do that again. Um but to me, the, the rituals then are really, I try to help people really find their intention of that. And then I'll give them like a, a journey that they can do that hopefully helps them clarify their intention even more. So hold on just for a minute. I'm going to see where I should start because I don't really need to read this whole thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I am going to read the whole thing. I'm good. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> so if you can. Now, those with aphantasia might just want to, to gaze softly at something. So you're not going to close your eyes. Those of us that, you know, can easily visualize or would like to do a little journey, a trippy journey, you go ahead and close your eyes and just find a really comfortable place to sit or preferably lay if you can. So this is the Yule journey. And the Yule is around... It's winter solstice. It's the new light. It's like December twentieth to the twenty second. So, this would this is the journey I have for the Yule, and it was my favorite one. Um, when it came through, I I just thought, wow, 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 wow. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna drink some tea here. <clears throat> I just asked Llewellyn if this book goes audio. I would really love to do the visualizations because. Personally, I don't think anyone oh. can do them like me, you know, so I'm, I'm the creator of it. So I yes. know. Yes. Well, if not, well, I'll do it on my listening. website. 
I'm, I, I hear you perfectly. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, now I hear okay. you perfectly, too. I don't know what was going on with that, but know that, that, um, that just idea of what you said about what, what stories are we like kind of keeping ourselves from. Yeah. Where, where is our potential now? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And when, and when I was talking to like, uh, you know, when I, when I speak to people under 45, I, 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 that's where I've gotten to talk about just the creative unknown or love because if I start talking God or divinity or, you know, going into that kind of language, they, their eyes glaze over, you know? So it's like, wait a minute, you, how do you stay connected to the bigger source, whatever you think the bigger source is? Right. right. That's why I don't think, in a lot of ways, uh, I'm hoping this book really helps teachers, do you know what I mean? They don't have to teach what yeah. I teach, but it's like give them, give teachers some tools so that they, you know, how can I get across the message I want to get across about tarot, or about being a right. human, or or about being a good, a great human, you know? So I'm hoping yeah. it really helps teachers. And it's interesting because the feedback I've been getting are groups that are reaching out to me and they want me to to just do a workshop with them. So I think that's actually yeah. kind of organic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, here's the thing that's so bizarre, right? <laughs> because I, you know, we do workshops, but, you know, with the Tarot Guild, you know, free for our members and everything. And I'm supposed to do one on at the end of the month, the 27th. And Dax is like, well, what, you know, do you want to do one on this or that? And I'm like, I want to do one on on how we set the stage, how, what we do before we ever have do a reading. What do we do? Yeah. You know, how do we prepare? You know, and I was going to talk about sacred space and all, you know, and all of this stuff. And then I get your book and I'm like, I, here's a, here to, it's she's talking about these things. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. And it was, and it was such a great, um, you know, feeling of validation that, yes, it matters. And, yes, oh, yeah. it's important, you know. And I just was like, wow, okay. And then another weird kind of cool thing that happened, too, you know, reading through your book and in the back, um, you have this great suggested reading list. Right, uh, and yeah. I'm, I'm 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 looking through that, and then there it is, Daniel Four's Ancestral Medicine, one of my favorite books, and I love his teachings, and I even like send him a little message. I'm like, oh my gosh, your book is mentioned in Nancy's book, and I'm interviewing Nancy, and he's like, I met Nancy once, she's really cool. You know, it was just like, oh, really? you know, click, click, yeah, click, click. You know, those journeys. Oh my God, those little journeys in his book. Yeah, amazing. They're amazing. He, you know, he's totally. That is mm. beautiful. It's just full, but full of very classical exercises. So yeah. when people say, Nancy, can you teach me to be a witch? And I'm like, no, but he can. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's that Psychic Witch by Matt or Orin Matt. Orin. Matt Orin. Oh, Orin. Right. That's another one. You've oh got to work it. And his main tenet, yeah. which I absolutely love, is you need to meditate. Yeah. You need to train yeah. your mind. You have to. Yeah. You have to. How, how many people, how many, how many tarot people do you hear saying that, though? Not many. These I days... Mean, None. <laughs> I don't hear anybody. It was like the it was like the very first thing that I that I learned. You know, it, it was kind yeah. of a thing. And people have funny feelings about meditation. You know, and it's not like you know, it's not like it, it was in you know the old days. It's not like you have right. to do TM. You don't have to do transcendental exactly. meditation. You don't. You don't have to follow all of that. But you gotta. You you've got to find a way to get in that space and 
quiet it down so That's that what, you if can If you don't deal care. with your monkey brain, your your monkey brain yeah. is going to deal with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and if you're having a lot of doubts when you're doing a reading and you're feeling lost for someone else, you're like, I don't know if I'm going in the right direction at all. I don't know what these cards are saying. Dooty dooty do. And I would say right off the bat, geez, did you ground before you came in? Yeah. You know, because, because it doesn't your monkey sound like brain it. is taking over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And exactly. And that's kind of what, what I call the workshop, you know, it was kind of, um, what, what is it it's coming up? I should sort of know. Um, it's called like setting the stage. I don't remember. It's like setting the stage, you know, it's like how to prepare so you give a great reading every time. And really what I mean by giving a great reading every time is not that you're, you know, oh, you know, a hundred act, your 100% accurate predictions and seeing the future, right. but just the fact that, that you're solid, that you're not yeah. going to, you know, well, that lose you're present, it. That you're actually yes. there. Be in the room. You know, be in the moment. Yeah, that you're present. Yeah. You are, and you're fully present, and you're also fully witnessing them. You're listening to them. Yeah. You know, oh, God, listen to me. Don't I sound like an old teacher? Like, yeah, listening. But I mean, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's listening is you're like. Listening. <laughs> but it's like, what, 70%, you know, because I think what happens is, yeah. and it, it happens in conversations even, right? It happens, oh, yeah. you know, um, during readings too, where somebody sits down across the table from you, and I've seen readers. This. I think I've had re- I've had readings where it's done where you sit down and you know you start to tell them you know the question that you that you have and and they like they interrupt you they already know it they're like and then they're gone like five miles down the road in the wrong direction because it really wasn't where you were because they weren't listening and like how can you as a reader if you're not listening, and it's not just listening to the words people are saying, sometimes it's the nuances, it's the emotion and the way that they say it. Do you know right. what I mean? Does that make any sense? When I, oh, totally. I mean, to me, there's four of us in a reading. There's my human mm. self, my spirit self, their spirit self, and their human self. And I definitely listen to the human self. But I don't yeah. trust the human self. I'm going to trust their spirit self. Yeah. Yeah. And so that knows human what's going that, on. <laughs> yeah, really. It's like I'm trying to get to, I'm trying to, in my mind, in a read, what I'm doing in a reading is trying to, to interpret or just be a phone operator for their spirit. They're, and I do. I totally believe this, Mary. I am not going to say anything to you that you don't already know. But a complete yeah. stranger affirming a message that for some reason you're not listening to is yeah. kind of, that's kind of whack, you know, like, <laughs> that's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to do it anyhow, you know, and, and try to do that with as much neutrality and compassion as possible. Yes. Uh, one of the hardest yes. things for me to learn as a reader was to realize that there really is, there are no good or bad circumstances. Everything is, is. Now, really, not that I would read that somebody would have fifth stage cancer. I've had clients tell me they have fifth stage cancer. What can they do? And I've had to enter into that in a neutral place. Their spirit knows exactly what they're doing. I don't yeah. know what their spirit's doing, but I can speak of the patterns I'm seeing. Mm. So there's no yeah. good or bad. There's no good or bad. It's like spirit has, their soul has a path. And you cannot yeah. know where it's going. But you can help them feel more present in the one they're in. You know, it's like you're, the biggest question I always have, which makes me sad, is, Am I on the right path? Mm, and it's like, I just yeah. want to say, honey, wherever your feet are is the path. 
Yeah. Now, did you want to take that long country road around the mountain, or did you want to take the shorter <laughs> road? You know, that's different. Right. <laughs> you right. Know, we can, right. We can talk about the choices. Road. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But your feet, you are exactly where you need to be right now. Yeah, you can't be anywhere else. <laughs> that, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's nothing else. <laughs> yeah. We've got that part figured out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, this has been so much fun. you got to come back on the show. And, yeah, if we can hit you up for a workshop, too, like all those other groups. Hell, love yeah. To. <laughs> Let's do Excellent. it. Let's drive this Excellent. car. <laughs> yes. Let's drive it. <laughs> oh, my well, gosh. Thank you, Mary. Everybody. Thank you for having me. Oh, and thanks so much for coming on. And everybody, Tarot Rituals is the book. Yeah, we'll have links out there. We'll make sure that that everybody that we that can hear us knows about it. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have, oh, thank you. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Okay, sweetie. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my gosh. That was so much fun talking to Nancy, um, Nancy Antonucci, folks. Wow, she's amazing. And, again, the book is Tarot Rituals. So much good stuff in there. So many great tarot spreads and just information about the cards. There's a ritual in there for every one of the major arcana cards and so many, so many, so many great things. Um, And, there's also so many great things happening here on the Psychic Talk Radio Network. Let me tell you what is coming up this week. We've got our next show, which is going to be Monday, February 21st at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. It's the Wisdom of the Soul show with your host, Janice Fuchs. And just in case you're wondering, um, Spiritual Guidance Radio with your host, Catherine Hahn, is still on break, but she's coming back with new live episodes on Monday, March 7th, and then I'll be back next Saturday, February 26th, and Dex Carlisle, my co-host, will be back as well for the Tarot Today radio show. It's our Psychic Spin segment and open lines and free tarot mini readings, and that'll be a lot of fun. And then on Sunday, February 27th, it's the Magic Universe Show with your host, Sharona Rapsik. She will have on her special guest, Victoria Constantino, to talk about Tarot by the Moon. Do you want to make sure you don't miss any of those great upcoming shows? Um, And you can find all of those listed by going to psychictalk.net forward slash upcoming. And you'll see them all listed there. And we update it. And it's a terrific way to keep up with us. Keep up with the Psychic Talk Radio Network. And I want to thank you all for tuning in today. It was such, I had such a fun time talking to Nancy, and I'm sure most of you uh, out there listening today enjoyed it as well. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to the whole thing, you can find it in our archive later. You can look for those replay links that we will have up later on today probably if not tomorrow um but anyways i want to thank everybody for tuning in today everybody in the chat room hello chat room people i see sharona rapsick in there and mist walker and just this was a fun show and i'm so glad that you could join me for it and enjoy your Saturday. And don't forget what that card of the day said, that affirmation for us all. I trust my ideas in my direction. I trust my ideas in my direction. Trust your ideas. Trust your direction. Have a good one, everybody. Bye-bye.